welcome to The Post Show. I'm John, the video guy. In this episode, I'm joined with small business owner, Bill Barona. Bill owns and operates Flex Media, a marketing video production company in Northeast Ohio. In our conversation, we talk about the challenges of starting a video production company and some tips for getting started as a first-time business owner. He has a unique background with his experience in law enforcement, and he is really passionate about the work he does. So without further ado, please help me welcome Bill Barona to the show. Bill, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, John. Absolutely. It's great to have you on, especially as a small business owner, and it's going to be very valuable to get your insight on your side of video production. Um, For those that don't know you, can you kind of introduce yourself, kind of tell a little bit about your backstory and your early experience in your career? Yeah, absolutely. Um, My name is Bill Barona. I'm the uh, owner and founder of uh, Flex Media located in Cleveland, Ohio. And, um, you know, just a little bit about um, how I got started is um, I actually originally kind of got into video on accident. I was very interested in like props and set design. And I actually am a huge Ghostbuster fan. And I've actually built my own Ghostbuster props, like my own pack and things like that. And then I started kind of building other movie props. And in high school, uh, we didn't really have the option to like work on props or like anything like that. So I kind of got involved in our video club and uh, quickly realized that there like wasn't an easy way to transition into film, but I kind of fell in love with the process of creating video. So from there, I went to the uh, Cuyahoga Valley Career Center and I went to the media technology program. And from the media technology program, I um, got a job working in high school at Northfield Park in television operations. So I got like a lot of video, like live video recording experience early on. After that, I went to Cuyahoga Community College for video production as well. And I was um, working in a wedding video production company that I started with a buddy of mine from high school. And um, I was working for a corporate video production company called Lake Effects Production as a grip and kind of like working my way up the camera. So that was kind of like the earlier time of my career. Uh, right around then, it was uh, 2008. And it's when the whole stock market crash happened. And um, there was just really a lot of trouble trying to find video jobs like there just were not a lot available and a lot of companies were cutting their marketing budget and so I just kind of ended up deciding that maybe I should look into a different career so that's when I decided that I wanted to go into public safety I loved helping people so I started looking at police and I started looking at fire and paramedics and I'm like what do I want to do and I actually decided to go to the police academy. And um, while I was in the police academy, I was still doing some video work on the side. I got a part-time job as a cop after the police academy and I was working part-time in video. And then eventually in about 2012, 2013, um, I got a full-time job as a cop and I left video um, completely and I went into law enforcement full-time. Fast forward to 2016, um, I decided to, I really, missed working in video and um, was starting to consider possibly going back. You know, at that point in my life, we had a lot of different things going on and I decided to transition back into video and uh, actually started my own business from my experience. And that business is what I've been in since 2016, Flex Media. Awesome. So you transitioned from police officer and back into video. And I'm kind of curious, is it because you're missing that passion 
Or was there something lacking as a police officer that made you want to go back to uh, video? Yeah, so my wife had always told me that um, she thought that it was a mistake that I just kind of like left video behind and I just went full-time law enforcement and didn't kind of pursue something on the side. And I think that was part of it. I really think that I missed being creative. I missed being behind the camera. You know, I mean, I still did things occasionally, like I would take photos and stuff like that. It's not the same as video, but like I really think that um, missing that creative part of me like kind of made it feel like I wasn't complete. So that that was one thing that I think deep down bothered me. Um, the other thing was, you know, I loved being a cop. I, I really did. I loved helping people. I, I loved being there when, you know, others were in need. And um, there was so much going on in my life at the time, you know, had, depending on where I was, if things had been different, I probably might even still be a full-time cop. I'm really glad that I'm, I'm not and that I am doing this because I really enjoy this a lot more. And I think really what it was now that I'm looking at it from this different perspective, I wasn't getting the opportunity to help people the way I wanted. I came from a family of small business owners. My dad's a small business owner, my grandparents, my uncles. And um, I really just have this passion for helping business owners because I, I remember watching them growing up and I remember seeing the the struggle of the daily grind and trying to make a name for yourself when nobody knew who you were. And with Flex Media, that's really what we want to do. Like, I really want to help these people understand their video marketing, understand how they can reach their prospects, really grow their business, and just have that life that they're dreaming about. And I just feel like I'm, I'm helping. You know, I'm, I'm a step in the process to help them get there. So I think that's the the what I was kind of searching for as a cop is I was trying to help those people and you know everybody. But I think this is a more meaningful way that I can use my skill set, my creativity, to kind of help them out in a different way. Very good. Yeah. And that that's a really good point. Because like when you first started out, probably in video production, you didn't have that. You you really enjoyed video, but you didn't have that like meaning or like, I guess, per, per se, like higher purpose, you know, to uh, fulfillment. Um, and that's probably that's one of the key things in a career to have a sustainable career is finding that purpose that drive to help people or to bring good to the world. So, and I think you found that coming out of uh, police work. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, I, I really think it's, it's interesting. Cause like for me, what I think I really enjoy when we get a new client, like I love sitting down with them and hearing their story. And I love hearing like, what have they done so far? Like, what have they tried? And I, it's, it's so great because like, I love that moment when the light bulb goes on for them where I'm like, oh, well, you know, if, if we created a, you know, if we created a sales video, like it sounds like maybe your prospects getting confused at this point. So maybe we need to have a sales video that explains this better. So, you know, when your salesperson gets an email or a phone call and, you know, I don't know if I should go with your company because of, you know, obstacle A, you can say, hey, you know what? We actually have a video on that. We get that question a lot. Here's a video on obstacle A, check it out. And then, you know, they start to think like, wow, that makes so much sense. Like, I don't have to talk this person through the same thing every single time. I can put this on my website. They don't even have to contact me. They can go there and it just automatically leads them to a path to purchase. And I think like seeing them like understand that and then get excited about that, like that's what really makes me want to keep doing what I do every day. Very good. Very cool. And I'm glad you found that because a lot of people, they struggle with that, you know, their whole life trying to find some, you know, like the purpose in their work. All right, let's transition and talk a little bit about Flex Media, how you started the company. And we can go into a little bit about the resources and uh, what you learned in your journey so far. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Look forward to it. Cool. So 
what are some of the sales resources that you found while working at uh, or starting Flex Media? Because starting a video production company can be quite challenging, but what resources have you found that helped you along the way? Well, you know, one thing I, I have to say, very similar to, you know, the whole the whole purpose behind your podcast and what you're trying to do to help people out, um, it was podcasts. Like, I found a um, a lot of resources through the podcast community. I, I listened to a podcast called uh, Sell or Die with Jeffrey and Jen Gittermer. And Jeffrey Gittermer, if you're not familiar, he's the, the king of sales. Like, that's his title. And he's earned the title. He has sold so much. And he's been in the sales industry a long time. And that was a huge resource. Um, books have been a huge resource for me. Uh, one of the ways I actually found out about Jeffrey Gittimer is uh, my buddy. He's a salesman for a large national like tool company. And he uh, recommended that I read this book called The Little Red Book of Selling because I was really having a hard time like trying to figure out, you know, I knew how to build relationships. And, you know, obviously as a past cop, like I, I've had to build relationships with people in some of the most extreme situations and, and get that trust from them, but it is very different in sales. So there's a lot of things that apply, but you do need to have the the skill set to really get people to know, like, and trust you. That's how they buy from you. And um, Jeffrey Gittimer's book, Little Red Book of Selling, that was a huge help. That kind of like launched me into his whole world. So that's really been a big sales resource for me. Another one is the, um, the podcast uh, from Todd Hartley. It's called uh, Video Marketing Mastery. And uh, Todd talks a lot about video and um, marketing, but he also refers a lot to video sales. And that is something that we do at Flex Media that's really huge is we um, create personalized videos for companies that we're interested in working with. And we target people within the company that you know have the ability to make a decision of some kind, whether that be an actual buying decision or taking us to the decision maker. And um, we kind of go through their website, show them what um, you know, we've noticed and how we think we can help them. We give them the actual ideas. Like we're, we are very big and like giving information away. Like I'm not afraid to give away the recipe to the secret sauce because I believe that if, you know, if it's valuable to you and, you know, your business is in a position to want to hire somebody because you don't have the time to do it, you're going to hire me. And if it's not at that point, you're going to be able to take those things that I taught you you're going to apply them, your business is going to grow and you're going to say, I need to reach back out to that guy. Like he gave me those tips and that was awesome. Now I need to like work with him. So we, we give them everything we, you know, that we see that could help them can tell them what direction to go in. And then from there we, we get responses. So I learned that from the Todd Hartley podcast, video marketing mastery. So those have been my two greatest resources for sales so far. Very good. Very good advice. And I want to also ask you, what was the biggest challenge starting your company? So you found those resources, but when you were first starting out, what was some of the major obstacles that you found in the early steps of your uh, company? I think the the, the biggest things that I, I feel I've had to overcome as a business owner since I started, like kind of like in the very beginning, the first thing was just the intimidation of like finances and taxes. And like my, my biggest advice, I tell people all the time, like get an accountant, do not mess around with taxes. Like that is just something that like it, it, it sucks. Like you may owe money, you may have to pay the accountant, but it's so much like easier for you down the road if you get things started correctly to begin with. So you went into talking about taxes and like, you know, you don't want to mess around with that stuff. So I was kind of curious, do you have an attorney or like someone you work with to help you build contracts, make sure that you're in, you know, in line with the law and making sure that you're kosher with your customers and everything? So I don't, I don't have an attorney yet. 
Um, we, we are definitely looking for one. Um, we're in the process of just having somebody look over our contracts. We used some of the, um, the free contracts online through like no film school and stuff like that, to help us kind of draft an agreement. But we are looking for someone to kind of look over that and also make sure that like things that we want to add, you know, we can put in like legalese for like lack of better term, because there are things that like we've noticed that, uh, we never thought we would run into. So that's some, that's a reason why we definitely see a need for an attorney that, and just to have someone to reach out to if, you know, hopefully, you know, knock on wood, we never get sued. But if something like that was to happen, you know, we do have somebody, but that, that kind of the, the legal aspect of it kind of makes me think about insurance too. I feel like that's something a lot of people don't think about. And I actually didn't think about it for probably the first year of my business. I just happened to be at a networking event and I ran into a guy who sold um, insurance to businesses and uh, we started talking and he actually insured another production company in Cleveland. And I really started to, after talking to him, started to realize the importance of not just insuring your equipment. Cause I feel like a lot of video professionals, especially when they want to go into business, like I'm going to insure my equipment, but it's really more than that. Like when you think about it, like we've had clients where we've had them bring their entire staff in for a whole day for us to shoot, you know, their about video or their testimonial video. And they've had customers come in and they've given out free product. And you know, what if you're on that shoot and your camera falls off your tripod and breaks or, you know, what if your camera gets stolen and then all of a sudden you don't have a backup camera and now the, this company has brought all these people in, paid them, given them free stuff and you go, hey, we're going to have to do this again. Like, you know, you're going to eat that expense. You might not think you're going to, but you are. And if you don't eat the expense, you're going to get a really bitter client and a really bad review. So or it can get sued. So that also goes into that legal aspect. So that's why I think like along with the attorney like having insurance is a huge thing. Yeah. Yeah. Very good advice. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's, it's one of those things that, like you said, it's something that people don't think about right away, but as you start doing it, you're like, Oh yeah, you should, you should probably get some, you know, insurance and maybe an attorney. And yeah, th those are all good things to consider. It's, it's an expensive thing sometimes. And I think that's why people are like, ah, oh, like I, I know a guy who like, he just refuses to get insurance. He's like, oh, I don't need insurance. I don't need insurance. It's like, yeah, you know, you may never need it, but you know what? At the end of the day, if somebody hurts themselves or you mess up a project and you're getting sued for a million dollars, you'll be glad that you have, you know, an insurance that has a million dollar plus policy. Like it may suck to have to spend a few thousand dollars or more a year, but it's well worth it to protect something that you've been building for the last, you know, however many years. Yeah, absolutely. And you touched on something earlier I want to go back to. You started your career during the 08 financial crisis. And, you know, right now it's very similar where there's smaller budgets, we're in a recession. What advice would you give to someone starting in video production in today's market? Yeah, um, my, my advice would be just don't give up. Like, I, I no matter how hard it is, like, don't give in, don't give up. I feel like when the 08 financial crisis happened, I started, you know, kind of working and trying to pick up some jobs. And, and one thing I didn't mention about this 08 financial crisis that um, I probably should have and why I decided to kind of leave the industry and try and get a more stable full-time job, um, I had just bought a house. So <laughs> at that point, like, I was like, no longer like living at home. I didn't have like rent in an apartment where I could just give it up. Like I owned a home and like, I was like, I need to pay for this home. And I was by myself. And 
that was the kind of the reason behind it. And I think um, it's human nature that when you're in an uncomfortable situation, you want to get back to a comfortable one. You don't like to be uncomfortable. And all I can really say is I, I think back, I mean, I, I don't regret my decision. I loved being a cop. I've learned so much from my career. I've met great people and, you know, it's just been a life experience for me. But I, I think back to 08 and had I just stuck at it a little bit longer, I don't know where I would be today and I don't know where my company would be today. I mean, there's some big names in the Cleveland area and I might have been right up there with them if I had just kept going and pushing through. Um, I can tell you with this crisis, that was the first thing was I'm, I've been all in since 2016 and once COVID kind of came down and they were like, this is what's going down. And we, we, um, all started going into our lockdowns. Like, um, my, uh, producer, Kathy Taylor, she's actually a, a business partner, a partial business partner of mine. And we work a lot together and she and I, we quickly jumped on zoom. Okay. What can we do? What, what can we do remotely to help our clients? But what can we also do remotely to keep the lights on? You know, are there loans coming out? The, the PPP loan, the disaster assistance loan, can we qualify for those? Do we need them? What, cause we do have office space. So we have rent and things that we have to cover right now. Um, so I could just tell you, like, just don't give up, like, just keep pushing through, think differently. How can you, you know, I hate to use the word pivot because it's been overused, but how can you pivot? How can you change the game to fit you? Yeah. And, you know, you touched on something that's interesting because like when you first came out, you said you bought a house, you know, and you have that responsibility. So, okay, I'm going to get a full-time job. So I feel secure. But now as a small business owner, you have people you have, you know, your business rent, you know, you're, you have a property, you have equipment, you have a team relying on you. How do you deal with that stress? Because that's even more elevated when you have a lot of people that are relying on you. Um, so I guess with that, I, for me, and I, I don't know if this is specific to my past, when I talk about I've gained a lot from law enforcement, you know, being in a position where I would go on shift and um, I would be working during holidays and weekends when I was away from my family, I would be swamped with paperwork. You know, I worked for a couple different agencies part time and then into full time. And then I was on my way full time was I was actually moving up to a bigger agency because I wanted more opportunity for advancement. And there were days that like I had paperwork and I was, you know, I was working 12 hour shifts and I would have to hang over for um couple hours to finish paperwork and things like that. And there's nothing more crazy than being like dead tired because you couldn't sleep the day before you're on night shift. You start at 6 PM, you have to work till 6 AM. You're just trying to stay caffeinated. And, um, all those things, like they really, they benefited me now because that, that was a lot of stress that I put on my body. Um, there's a lot of stress on my shift, um, being in situations where, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, is there somebody around the corner, you know, when you're searching something, you know, with the call you're going to, is this going to be violent? Is it going to be mild? Are you, you know, is this, is this the day that something could happen? You always have that in the back of your mind. So I carried a lot of stress with that. And I think that that honestly benefits me now. It's a different type of stress. Business stress and life and death stress are very different. Um, but you know what, there's still stressors on your body. And, um, you know, that was something that's really helped me that and, and beyond just having that experience, I got to tell you like family and friends, like my wife has been 
so supportive and she's always there for me. You know, my dad as a business owner, he listens to what I have to say. You know, we're different generations, but you know, a lot of the principles apply. Um, I have my, my buddy who's in sales, like he's like a brother to me. I call him up and I talk about my sales issues and what I'm doing. I run ideas by him, you know, and then I have other friends that are in video production, um, like, uh, Lake effects production, uh, productions I used to work for, um, Joe Carino, I, I call him, you know, he's got 10 years on me and I like to just bounce ideas off him and you know, the people I work with, you know, Kathy Taylor, she is phenomenal. I, I call her every day and we touch base and we talk and she puts up with me and all of my questions, like, what are your thoughts on this? And uh, one of our contractors, uh, Valerie Garrett, she's still in film school. And I reach out to her because I love her perspective because she's so fresh in the industry. And like, I love seeing the world through the, you know, the way she sees it and like figuring out what she thinks. So it's, you know, it's, it's my life experiences that have benefited me, but it's also not being afraid to lean on people ask for advice, you know, listen to podcasts, you know, see what other people, if there's a topic that reflects what's going on in your life, oh, you know, and get um, maybe buy into a course or get a mentorship. I I belong to a, a program called um, the Video Marketing Blueprint. It's from Engage Video Marketing with Ben Amos. And um, I, I bought into this thing and I, I love it because Ben's a podcaster and um, he is like kind of, he, he's in Australia, but he's very much like the person that I feel like I'm trying to become because he was a videographer that wanted to get into video marketing. And it's, you know, I, I listen to a lot of his stuff. So he talks about business, he talks about uh, video marketing and just all these things that he's gone through and being part of his program, I get to like do one-on-ones with him every once in a while. So that's helpful. So find people like that that you can reach out to. Very great advice. Very great insight, Bill. Thanks for that. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're coming up on our time here. I just have one last question for you. And I just want to know what's your plans for the future? How do you see Flex Media growing? So I, I really, for the future, we've been going back and forth on so many different things. Obviously, a year ago, it was a lot different than what it is today versus like, you know, 2019. Um, but we really see it growing into a small agency that handles primarily video marketing. So we really want to see it become you know, maybe five to eight people working full time. I, I look at it like this and people look at, I want to grow a business to make a bunch of money and, you know, live this luxurious lifestyle. And I look at it as I want to grow a business that helps other businesses and allows, you know, people that work with me to like do the things that they love regularly. Like I'd mentioned before, like, you know, Valerie Garrett, she does a lot of our cinematography and I know she would just love to be in a position where she just gets to be the person to come out and run the camera, come up with the shots and and work on these cool projects. So I want to help people like that be able to do things like that. And, um, you know, that's kind of the direction we're trying to go in. We're trying to pick up more clients. We're trying to do you know more sales work. We're working on more video sales. Um, we've been doing quite a bit recently in like renewable energy. We're doing actually quite a bit of video work in law enforcement industry. And so that's kind of the direction we kind of see ourselves going in. Uh, manufacturing as well. So these industries that are very technical and we kind of help them create these uh, videos that help bridge the technical with the person that maybe isn't so technical. So that's kind of where we see ourselves going down the road is growing into that. Awesome. That's great. All right. Well, I want to thank you, Bill, for coming on the podcast. And if people want to reach out and learn more about you or Flex Media, how can they reach out? Yeah, um, they can actually go to our website. It's Flex Media C L E, as in like Cleveland, 
flexmediacle.com. Uh, they can follow us on Instagram at flexmediacle and um, on LinkedIn at flexmediacle. And, um, you know, if anybody wants to reach out and connect with me, feel free, jump on LinkedIn. I'm Bill Barona on LinkedIn. You'll see me. Uh, you'll see it attached to Flex Media. I'd love to chat with you. Shoot me a DM if you have any questions or if I could be of any service. I'm more than happy to, uh, you know, reach out and talk to people. Awesome. That's great. I'll add those uh, to the show notes as well below so people can click on that. Well, Bill, thanks for joining me here on the post show today. Yeah, thanks for having me, John. That was great. I want to thank Bill again. We really appreciate his time, and I hope you found some value in our conversation if you are in video production. If you like the podcast so far, please follow us and share it with people you believe can benefit from our conversations. You can also go to my website, johnthevideoguy.com forward slash post show to see all of our episodes. We look forward to talking to you soon.